0: They are proud of their national colours in Saudi Arabia. All things considered to be of importance in the Gulf state tend to come in green and white. So it comes as no coincidence that Premier League club Newcastle United's new away kit features the same colour scheme. The classic badge featuring two seahorses remains, but for the first time, instead of it being mainly grey, black, and white, it is green and white. Newcastle fans will have to get used to this departure from tradition after the team from the northeast of England was taken over by a Saudi consortium for $397 million. The sale of Newcastle United was one of the most protracted and controversial takeovers in the history of English football, mainly because of who was doing the investing. Saudi Arabia, which has been repeatedly criticized by human rights organizations, has had a huge image problem since the murder of journalist Jamal Tashagi in the country's consulate in Istanbul. The consortium that took over the club is 80% owned by Saudi Arabia's sovereign wealth fund, the Public Investment Fund. The news of the takeover bid immediately sparked speculation about the motives behind it, with critics seeing it as an effort to polish up their tattered reputation through sports, a practice that has become known as sports washing. The neighboring United Arab Emirates, UAE, and Qatar in particular, have served as models for the Saudis. Qatar may seem like a strange example for Saudi Arabia to fall on any issue, as Riyadh has long been at loggerheads with Doha. The small emirate has intensified its efforts to raise its international profile and present itself as an attractive regional partner. Qatar secured the rights to host the World Cup, Qatar emerged from the shadow of its much bigger neighbor. Qatar's rise has been a thorn in the side of several of its neighbors, who have sought to put the tiny emirate in its place. The situation escalated when Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Bahrain, and Egypt united to impose a blockade of Qatar that lasted until a couple years ago. The goal was to isolate and weaken Qatar, so much that it would see the small neighbor's right to host the World Cup withdrawn. At the same time, though, there was a growing realization in the Gulf states that Qatar's path wasn't all that bad, and that it would make sense for the entire region to close ranks. So instead of continuing to work at weakening its small neighbor, Saudi Arabia decided to more or less copy what Qatar and its other neighbour, the UAE, were doing, at least in terms of their activities in the global football market. The UAE has been heavily involved in English football when one of its flag carrier airlines, Emirates, became a sponsor. Arsenal's new home ground adopted the corporate moniker Emirates Stadium. The UAE capital, Abu Dhabi, went even further, taking over the then financially struggling Premier League club Manchester City, going on to transform it into a top international player. Qatar dipped its foot into club football when it reached a deal to become Barcelona's first jersey sponsor. This was followed by the takeover of the Paris Saint-Germain by Qatar Sports Investment which is under the control of the Qatari Sovereign Wealth Fund. In addition, relations with Bayern Munich were intensified with the club's winter training camp being held in Qatar for the past several years. Saudi Arabia followed suit by buying Newcastle United, the aim being for the traditional club to be built into an international heavyweight using the Gulf state's oil money. Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, known as MBS for short, is driving a charm offensive to improve his country's reputation, especially after the Khashoggi murder. There has also been considerable investment in domestic football as they look to transform the country from a football dwarf into a football giant. The Saudi Arabian Football Federation unveiled its vision, Our Tactics for Tomorrow, with seven cornerstones and the aim of establishing the men's national team among the top 20 in the world. Included in the Saudi Arabian Football Federation's roadmap also included the promotion of women's football with 11 aside competitions for girls set to be established throughout the country. In addition, men's clubs will soon be allowed to admit women a milestone in an otherwise deeply conservative desert state where women were not even allowed to drive until a few years ago. Newcastle United fans, meanwhile, will not only have to break with their traditions, but exercise patience too. Unlike Qatar, which has clearly set its sights on winning the Champions League after investing millions into Paris Saint-Germain, Saudi Arabia is taking a more cautious approach. Instead of signing the biggest superstars available, Newcastle brought in solid players with international class. In addition, investments were initially made in the backroom staff to build a more efficient, professional, and loyal team. Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a five star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.